How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Three Idiots Talk Sports. All right. Welcome to Three Idiots Talk Sports. I'm Zach. I'm here with Spencer and Jay. Say hello, boys. Hello. Hey, everyone. Welcome. (laughs) Welcome to our podcast. We are Three Idiots Talk Sports. And we are going to get into our podcast today. But first, I'd like to make a shout out to lifefuels.com. Yes. Go and uh, grab yourself a bottle. It's Please. amazing. Uh, 10% off if you use the code 3IDIOTS. All right? It helps us and it helps them. helps us and helps them. And it's actually very good for you um, working out and all that good stuff. So look into it. Lifefuels.com. Um, and our Twitter. Uh, at three idiot sports is our Twitter, so uh, go ahead and follow us there. All right, guys. So today we're gonna be talking about uh, the NFC's best positions one through five. Each of us will have uh, a list made, and we're gonna share our list of what position we're gonna, uh, we think is um, the best one through five. One being the best, then five being the, not being the worst, but you know, fifth the fifth best. Quarterback, running back, etc. At that position, uh, NFC. So let's get it started. And I'm going to start with quarterback, and I'll go first. Um, real quick, real quick disclaimer: yes. This is updated for 2020 rosters, so free agent correct. See, is taken account. We have taken free agency into account. Yeah, and old men coming out of retirement. By the way, okay. Anyway, yes. so <laughs> uh, quarterback. I'm going to start here. Um, I have number one. I started. With Drew Brees from New Orleans Saints, uh, it's kind of like a no-brainer for me. I think he's the best quarterback right now in the NFC. Uh, Russell, I, I think Russell Wilson will take that spot after uh, after Drew Brees leaves. Um, Drew Brees is just like I mean, the man can throw throw a football. I mean, he's broken how many records, and he's got a great receiving core tight ends, receiving to throw a ball to, running back. I mean, yeah. So, like, he's perfect. Perfect package. Uh, perfect quarterback who you, who you want as your, like, you know, face of your franchise. Uh, second, for me, I have Russell Wilson. I think he's better than the other three I have in front of him because I, th- I, I don't know. I think Russell Wilson can take mediocre receivers and make them good, right? Uh, and And that's... I think and I think he's he's got a little bit of wheels on him too. Um, he's you know he's what like twenty seven now, twenty eight, twenty six, something like that. I think he's twenty nine, going to be twenty ninth. Okay, so yeah, he's he's coming up in age, but he's still got many years ahead of him. And I think uh, once Drew Brees leaves, I think he can jump and be that uh, number one quarterback um, as well. And uh, actually, actually, all these <laughs> I have three of the three of these quarterbacks I have in my list should be retiring in the next like what two to three years probably. So um, my third position, my third one is Aaron Rodgers, um, uh, from the Green Bay Packers. <clears throat> anyway, so oh my god, we uh, I think I just think Aaron Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks we've seen out, outside of Tom Brady, of course. But just the way what he can do with the offense that he's given, like uh, the receiving core, is complete garbage. Uh, and he's going to put out. He's going to most likely win the NFC North. And so, yeah, that's what I think there. I just think he's he's just he's so good with such little 
talent around him. So, and who's this? Who's this tight end now? Is it still Jimmy Graham? No. Uh, no. Okay. So who is it? Does anybody know off the top of their head? Uh, no. Okay. So like, it's probably asked McGee for all I know. Yeah. See, right. So like, he's gonna in that tight end. He doesn't really use it. So who gives a shit? So, uh, but uh, okay. Here we go. Number four. Tom Brady. I had to put him on the list. I feel like I had to. I mean, and he's the goat. He's the goat, right? And he's literally got to. I think the best receiving core in the in the uh, NFC and possibly the NFL. Jay's gonna turn my statement down there. I already know it, but I think the Buccaneers receiving core, tight ends, and all that are the best in the NFL. I'm gonna call it right now. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. So, yeah, it's Tom Brady. Just pause you there. I don't completely disagree with you overall as a receiving core they're they're pretty stacked their their talent is great what i disagree with is that they're the wrong receivers for tom brady yeah they're down the field guys and what's the thought what's the thing tom brady isn't great at at least anymore throwing down field yeah Yeah. but that's most of mike evans's big play game gone and chris godwin chris godwin gronk is your intermediate over the field kind of guy but Evans and Godwin are your big play guys and Brady's not going to be throwing it down the field that often so and I think they it doesn't work for him like it only, would for a Rodgers or a Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes and I think um their only possession receiver was Adam Humphreys I believe yeah and I think he left yeah he went to the he went to the Titans I don't so. know I just I just agree with you guys I just think I mean I think Tom Brady is going to do Tom Brady things. Yes, his arm has decreased over the years. He's old as dirt, but I just you're going to they're going to find ways to use his strength still that he has in his game and make Mike Evans and Chris Godwin still relevant and you know and I mean I'll explain. I have Chris, I have um some things I'll say about the Buccaneers receiving core when I get to their series, but I I just I just think they're going to use Tom Brady, and those two are going to get the ball a ton. So, I mean, I'm praying I, for my fantasy I'm, team. I'm, I hope so. I'm 100% sure Bruce Arians will find a way to get them the ball. You can't have that much talent and not try to get, you know, the ball into the into the hands of your most talented players. Exactly. Just, I, mean, I just, that's what I see, you know. I, just, I don't know, yeah. but. Um, we'll see. I mean, Brady, he's 43. He's getting, yeah. he's getting old. I mean, he has shown signs of slowing down, but he's also shown that he can still manage games and, you know, get you to the playoffs. So exactly right. All right. So uh, my fifth guy here uh, is Matthew Stafford from the Maddie. Detroit Lions. Maddie P. Staffy. Yeah, and when we did our podcast a while back, talking about uh, quarterbacks and all that stuff, and Stafford came up, and I'm just like, man, you guys are right. Stafford has Stafford has the chance to be a top five quarterback. I think this year with the receiving core he has, um, tight end, eh, maybe. Uh, but I think Stafford is ready to be a top, to consider a top fight quarterback this year. I just, I just have a feeling he's got good arm. He's got, he just needs, to, he just needs to stay healthy, right? We need protection long enough to keep him healthy throughout the the games, the, all the whole season. So Matthew Stafford, you sir are on my top five list. Let's get a freaking Super Bowl. <laughs> All right. God, go, okay. Go. So, I'll call him your Jets. <laughs> there, uh, go ahead. Whoever's next. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jay. All right. So number one, and like 
Dip said he's the number one quarterback in the NFC, without a doubt in my mind. But unlike Dip, it's not Drew Brees, it's Aaron Rodgers. Mm. He's the most talented quarterback in, well, not the most talented quarterback in the NFL. He has been before Mahomes came on the scene, but he's got such a good athleticism compared with, to go with his arm strength. He's won a Super Bowl. Should have been a more. Um, he makes receivers, pro bowlers out of nothing out of undrafted free agents yeah um they went 13 and 3 and all they had was a half healthy Devonte adams and a bag of crackers i think <laughs> he's probably the third best quarterback in our generation behind brady and peyton, peyton. Mm. and yeah he's by far the number one quarterback in the nfc in my mind just he's such a good passer, and he's still athletic. Man's got wheels, man. He, yeah, dude's for a thirty-five-year-old dude. He's, he's got some jets, man. I agree. He's more than sneaky athletic. He is yeah, athletic. He, yeah. All right. So number two, I got Russell Wilson. He's not as good of a passer as Rodgers, but he's more athletic. He does turn good receiver or almost no-name receivers. Into pretty good receivers. He's not Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he has won a Super Bowl like Aaron Rodgers. But he's just uber talented. He's still got the speed. He's shown that he can stay healthy while being a quarterback that likes to run. He's a big-time playmaker. He's not as clutch as Aaron is, I would say, passing-wise. But... Overall, I think he's the number two quarterback in the NFC. So number three, I've got Drew Brees. He has the most talented offense in the NFC, and he's put up the numbers, but when it starts to come around November, December playoff time, he's, the last two seasons, he start to falter when it comes down to it. He's on a pitch clock, as we know. And he's starting to fall off just a little bit. But he's still good enough for number three in the NFC. He's still got the arm talent. He's still got the intelligence. Jay, do you think he's going to play full snaps the whole year? Or do you think Jameis Winston's going to come on sometime? Oh, no. Um, when, when they lock up the division... It'll be Winston time the last two, three games at least. Okay. Number four, I've got Carson Wentz from the Eagles. Hmm. When healthy, he's an MVP candidate. He hasn't been healthy the last couple of years, but when he is, he's a dominant quarterback, even with the garbage receiving staff they have in Philadelphia. <laughs> I think he's he's sneaky athletic. He can throw. There's a lot to like about Carson besides the problem with injuries. He's by far the best quarterback in the East. He should, uh, the Eagles should be winning that division based on him alone, but that's if he can stay healthy. And then number five, I've got Stafford. Yeah. Crazy arm talent. He's sneaky athletic. He's, he can be elusive in the pocket. He's not afraid to truck cornerbacks. True. Uh, we know he's clutch. He's got like the most come from behind fourth quarter wins in NFL history, I think. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
he's just there besides those four quarterbacks I mentioned before there aren't any in the NFC that I'd rather the Lions have where do you um where do you where do you rank Tom Brady at um Tom Brady would be an honorable mention he might be he's good he's still good but he's not a lead anymore at least not in my mind yeah he's a game manager not a game decider mm-hmm. Hmm. um he would be maybe slightly above garoppolo at maybe seven six or seven he's around garoppolo Kirk cousins Dak, the tier b i guess okay that's where i have him Matt, He's like the top of Ryan. tier B. Right. Right, right. He's up there with Matt Ryan, Garoppolo, Cousins. Mm-hmm. Uh, so on the outside looking in, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. You can see that. I like that yeah. list. Um, Aaron Rodgers, number one. It's it's a... Uh, you know, you, you could have gone either way with Russell uh, with uh, Drew and, and Rodgers, but... Yeah. I, I just good. think... I just think... My list is with all quarterbacks being healthy mm-hmm. right right with right all quarterbacks being healthy drew can't do it all year like rogers can and then still come up in the playoffs and w- win games there like rogers yeah. can makes mm-hmm. sense i like it Spencer. Okay. uh we all have a different number one qb in the nfc oh really now see Ooh. Yeah. i chose russell wilson as my number one. Oh. um arm talent um uh, athleticism He's a winner. He's just he's ever and he's just he's one he's he's a leader, you know. I mean, everybody likes guy. Super nice guy. He's one of those guys that like you can't hate him and every teammate wants to follow him into war. And he's he like I said, athleticism, he can run. He doesn't run that often, but when he has to, he will. He's he's got a good arm. He can make any throw in the book and I just I would it's right now, this year, I would take him over, over everybody else in the NFC. But even, even over a very pissed off Aaron Rodgers, uh, yeah, I think I would. Okay, then. Um, number two, I would say Aaron Rodgers. I have him to be just everything Jay said. I mean, I didn't put him at one just because I, I, I just I personally like Russell better. Right, right now, a couple of years ago, it was it was Aaron easily for me. But right now, Aaron Rodgers number two, athleticism. He's easily got the most raw talent we've probably seen ever. In who knows how long ever? Yeah, like he just he does it all. It's like raw talent. The two best I think I've ever seen play. Through the three best I've ever seen play based on raw talent, probably him, Peyton, and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. This like raw list. talent. Like insane. Um, like Jay said, Super Bowl. He's a winner. He can he can clutch games. He can give you game winning drives. So uh, a Raj two. Um, number three, I have Drew Brees, proven winner, has a Super Bowl. Um, they win the division every year. He throws for four thousand yards every year. You know, thirty thirty five touchdowns every year. First ballot Hall of Famer. Um, he and he does the same thing like Rodgers and Wilson do. They take receivers that aren't that great and they make them better. 
Like, because outside of Michael Thomas, who did he have? He had nobody. Kamara. Well, well yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, like, if we're going strictly from, like, a wide receiver standpoint. Because, yeah. like, you could say Rodgers and Aaron Jones. but Yeah, but Kamara might be the best receiving back in the NFL. Also true. You got me on that one. But, yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> and and you guys know Breeze is one of my favorite QBs of yep. all time. I love the and guy. He's a stand-up guy. He's a he yeah, is. He's a very stand-up guy. Even even when he puts his foot in his mouth, he still comes out and apologizes yeah, and, afterwards. Yeah, when he apologized, and it's just everybody was like, okay, like takes and a, that's takes the thing, a man. Like, they, and people are like, uh, people were saying, oh, the, his whole like thing with the flag, and they're like, oh, I don't believe his apology. It's like, well, if you base it on his track record you have to believe he's being genuine because that's what he's been his entire life. The city life. of New Orleans was basically rebuilt around Drew Brees when uh, he, I don't know if that was the year he came to the Saints or the year after, and then Hurricane Katrina hit. It was, either the, it was either the year of or the year after. Yeah, I'm not sure. And not only did he donate just so much to the relief thing, but he was an entire city's, I guess, distraction or motivation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to come back from one of the worst natural disasters we've seen in yeah. our country, uh, he's a hell of he a is. guy. Yep. I yes. saw a headline like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> is a, oh, Aaron! I saw a headline. Um, there's an article, couple, you know, a couple years back, and it was just it just said Drew Brees, um, the state stadium, the house that Drew Brees built. Like you know, like it's how much Drew Brees had so much. In this organize in that organization, it's gonna be weird seeing him gone. Um, it's gonna it's gonna be different, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's gonna be weird when he retires. Brady retires. Philip Rivers retires. Yeah. All those guys. Um, but number four, I have uh, our uh, favorite Detroit Lions quarterback, Matthew Stafford. Number four. Um, number four. Yep. Only because I know he's hurt last year, but before he got hurt, he was in the MVP discussion. Yeah, like he was having the most insane season of his career. So, um, yeah, number four for him. Arm talent, probably the most, the probably the most like gifted arm talent quarterback we've seen in a long. It'd be time. between him and Aaron Rodgers, I think. Yeah, and maybe yeah, Patrick be. Mahomes too. Yeah. Yep. No, those three, the guys like arm talent, like. They're gunslingers, man, and they got they got cannons. He he's made throw. Stafford's made throws that there's like, you know, there's two guys on the planet that can make that throw. I mean, before Mahomes, you know, started playing, and it was him and Rodgers. That was it. So, Maddie Maddie P. Stafford at uh, number four, and then number five, uh, I put uh, the goat Tom Brady, just because he's the goat, and I think. Even though he's declining a little bit and he's now more of a game manager than a game winner, um, I still think the respect factor for me puts him at five. I still think, like, and I'm not as high on that offense as Dip is, but I do believe that if he's healthy and he gets protection, they're going to be filthy. And I think they have a chance to be a really high-powered offense, even with a, a little bit of a weaker-armed version of Tom Brady. The guy still is one of the smartest QBs in the game. He still studies, he outstudies everybody. He he knows what you're going to do on defense before you even call it. So that's why I put him five, and that's that's my QBs. A noodle arm, noodle arm, Tom <laughs> Brady. Hey man, nothing will 
eat noodle arm Peyton Manning in that Super Bowl throwing that ducks. That was sad. <laughs> that was very it sad. It was. And they won because Von Miller destroyed Cam Newton's Multiple career. times. Yes. Oh, man. I mean, hey, he won. they won. That's all that matters. That's true. That's very true. All right. So let's go to running backs now, right? Are the, the good old RBs. Good old RBs. The good old fantasy kickers right here. This is the people that get you going in fantasy. This is the make people that make you win in fantasy. Help me. I have two of these guys on my list help me win win three fantasy two fantasy championships. So I can't remember who won me mine two years ago. This is I'm excited. I know Camara got me there. Yeah. Yeah. Last time I was in it. I love him. All right. Um. I'll go. I'm gonna start my list out. I have number one, Christian McCaffrey. Of the Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> um, Man, he's so good. I have to disagree with you, uh, Jay, about when you said Kamara is the best out, uh, backfield re- uh, receiver. I believe McCaffrey is uh, quicker. Uh, he's got better hands. I think he can turn up field faster. Okay. I will give you he's quicker and faster. I will not see that he has better hands. <laughs> Them's fighting words. Why? Why, why Jay? Kamara's proven it. His I, how long's Kamara been in the league? Four years. About that, yeah. Four. Maybe yeah, five, yeah. He's proven for four years that he's got the best hands out of running backs in the league. I think it was his third, actually. Third. So, either way, he's. I don't know about this year, but I know the previous few years he's led all running backs in receiving yards. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. McCaffrey might have had it. This year, I think McCaffrey's the best all-around running back, but receiving running back, it's Kamara. Yeah, and, and I, I, I think Chris McCaffrey, he's valued at a running back slash receiver. Like that's what he should be valued at. Just I think because he is, he's, he's. I think he's more versatile. Um, yeah. Okay. See, I have him as number one, just not just because of the receiving, but uh, he's also a great running back, right? I mean, the dude's fast. The kid, the dude can, he can, he can find these holes. If you watch him, he he jumped like he's he stutter, stutter, stutter. Bam, he's gone. He's in the. He finds that hole he wants, and he goes. You know, and uh, Todd. That's how Todd Gurley used to be, right? When he was the Ram, and Todd Gurley used to bounce, 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 wait and go. And and I think Chris McCaffrey's so good at that, and he's so good at uh, his eye. He, he's his. His eyes are so good at finding a hole to go through. Uh, it just helps him, and he's so fast. I mean, the dude, the dude can run. He's got uh, good um, spin, juke move, all that good stuff. His stiff arm is actually not too half bad for a little dude. Uh, he's very strong. So, uh, but I, I just have to say, I think he's a better uh, receiving running back. Jam, I am wor- I am willing to bet Christian McCaffrey has more receiving yards than uh, Kamara this year. No, I think he will, because who else is Teddy Bridgewater going to throw to? Exactly. <laughs> who do they even have? I they, think they have... Jay Moore? Yeah. They, they don't, they don't even have, have Greg Olson. Yeah, he did leave for Seattle. Yeah, so, like, Christian McCaffrey's going to have more yards. Uh, I just I just think he's he's better. I don't know. Uh, but number two, guess I mean, who? My number, what, what? Go ahead. I was just gonna say. I mean, McCa- the reason there's a reason McCaffrey got that giant extension is because he's he's a running back and the receiver at the right. same time. So they gave him, they paid him as such, which he deserves it. So yeah, he deserves all the money. Uh, it was all sixty four million, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah, it's something insane. Yeah. Jeez. 
pays six, to be a pro athlete. Yeah, a good one at that. Uh, yep. So my number two is actually uh, <laughs> Kamara. <laughs> so, oh my god. <laughs> um, again, Kamara is a great receiving uh, running back, right? Uh, but I think Chris McGraffy is a lot better. Um, but I think Kamara is good also with uh, finding that right hole to uh, burst of speed to get through. The dude is a freak athlete, man. So strong. He's just – he's overall, every category, he's a great running back. I think those two will be top of the fantasy again like they usually are. Uh, and number three, I have um, Zeke Elliott um, from the Cowboys. I, I think Elliott uh, has potential to beat out these two. I, I don't know that right now because those two was just the two guys right in front of that list. In my opinion, they're playing so well right now. Zeke kind of like he's playing really good too, right? But I don't think he's he's not matching those two. Uh, those I two think numbers. I think there was a point where Zeke was probably the best running back in the NFC. Yeah, but maybe like two three years ago, maybe. But right now, I don't think he's the best. No, I think he's he's there in the top three and four. Actually, I was gonna put uh, my next guy, Aaron Jones, above him. I just think Aaron Jones, he's I hope he has another hot year, man. I hope this wasn't just a fluke thing, but he he won games for Green Bay. And Yeah, he's good. He's a also he's also a great, great receiving uh run, a receiving running back. Uh he got he gets a lot he had a lot of yards uh receiving this year, uh last year. I had him on my fan on almost on every single fantasy except one. Uh, he won me my fantasy league outright, uh, and uh, won against you, Spencer. Uh, he he was so good for my team. He got me. He's in, in the league we played in. He would get like 60, 70 points, which is stupid. Yeah, that league is stupid. That, uh, okay, yeah, that league is just dumb. Stupid. But, but okay. Yeah, stupid amount of points. The point man. system in that league is dumb. But oh, okay. so garbage. Uh, and I just think Elvin, uh, Aaron Jones is amazing. So uh, my fifth guy is Dalvin Cook. Uh, I have Dalvin Cook there from the Vikings. I no, oh, oh, you left a big old name off there. <sighs> yeah. So okay. And I know who it is. Mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook is better. Due to, I think he's going to be way more important this year in the uh, Vikings offense. I think he's going to be he's going his numbers are going to push him to maybe top four, top four, but top five running back for sure. If he's healthy, if healthy, correct. I'm like like Jason. I'm basing these guys off of healthy, uh, you know, healthy numbers. Uh, so mm-hmm. Delvin Cook is my number five. Let's see what what y'all what y'all mm-hmm. think next. Um, yeah, I can go. All right, Spence, go ahead, man. What do you think? Okay. All right. Running backs. And uh, I just, man, it's I didn't I didn't want to agree with that, but I just I think McCaffrey's the best in the NFC overall. Hate to agree with me, huh? <laughs> no, I don't hate to agree with you, but I know I can. <laughs> it's just I can't I can't deny. I can't that argue I, with the stats, man. No, he's a thousand yards right. rushing, thousand yards receiving. He's clearly the best player on his team. Um, if you take him off that team, they're probably not going to win. They probably don't win, you know, as many games as they do. And they might not even win one game. I don't know. Right. But 
starting Kyle Allen at quarterback for half the season. But, but oh, you know, well. uh, God bless it. God bless him. But uh, yeah, McCaffrey easily number one. Uh, my number two in uh, the guy you left off the list is Saquon Barkley for the New York Giants. Um, I think he is the most raw, raw, talented running back in the NFC, maybe in the NFL. I know he got banged up a little bit last year, but when your offensive line is I, a yeah, exactly. Why did he? Fire, why did he get banged up last year? Offensive line was trash. Exactly. I mean, did they did they did they did some improvement, but again, I left him off of him off the list because I don't think he's going to stay healthy with that trash offensive line. See, and it's just like he's still the trash offensive line and he still ran for a thousand yards though. He averaged 4.6 a carry. He had six touchdowns. He had 438 receiving yards and averaged 8.4 a catch. Like that's still really good. And he missed games too. Yeah. Like it's just, he's nuts. And he's just, he's one of the like most freakishly athletic people I've ever seen. And dude squats like 600 pounds and he's a running back that's nuts dude's got a th- uh, his, his uh calves and thighs the size of texas man bro i'm six three and i'm like massive and he his thighs are probably bigger than my torso <laughs> <laughs> like he's just nuts so i put him number two um number three i have ezekiel elliott uh i think he's a he's a i put him over guys like camara cook uh because in Aaron Jones, because I think he's a better runner than those two. Um, and I just think he's been, he's been doing it for longer. He's been, you know, top three in rushing in the NFL since he joined the league. So, and he can catch the ball out of the backfield. Um, and he's a huge proponent in that offense. And Jerry Jones paid him as, as such. You know, I think Jerry Jones is literally decided I'm going to pay Zeke before I pay Dak. So, I think he's more important to that offense than Dak is. Uh, number four, I have uh, I had Alvin Kamara, very talented young man, and uh, like Jay said, might have the best hands out of any running back in the league. You could argue him and McCaffrey, uh, but he's he's number four. And then uh, number five, I kind of like I was kind of like I don't know what I want to do with this one, but I put Dalvin Cook over Aaron Jones at five. Um, just because I think he's, uh, I just think he's a better player, honestly, when he's healthy, when he's healthy, but if we're just going on health, I think he's a better player. So that's my five. All right. So this number one's going to be a little bit boring. Cause yep. Christian McCaffrey, like <laughs> I said, stats speak for themselves. Number two, I'm going with Zeke. Just because I think he's the best pure runner in the NFC. Okay. And maybe second best pure runner behind Derrick Henry in the NFL. And he he can mix it up and be a threat in the passing game. They don't use him as much as McCaffrey or Saquon or Aaron Jones or Kamara. But he's still a threat. Number three is where I got Saquon. Dude's explosive as Tell might be the most explosive player in the NFL right now. That's not Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson. Um, I think he's him and Mc, him and McCaffrey are going to be fighting for that number one running back in the NFC for the next I don't know five six years. 
even with the Giants' battle line, which they are improving, or trying to improve at least, I think once they get better and start to gel meshes with Daniel Jones, I think it'll be a scary offense, and he'll be obviously the star of it. Number four, Alvin Kamara was kind of the first big, big, big receiving running back. Best hands for running back. He's a big part of that offense in New Orleans behind um, Michael Thomas. He gets. He's had at least 80 catches every year of his career, and he's basically, I would say, now the second best complete running back behind McCaffrey. You can argue Saquon, but I think Kamara edges him out a little bit at the moment. And uh, number five, Delvin Cook had some injuries at the start of his career. I think last year was his first full season healthy. Um, But yeah, he's a great runner, probably the second best in the NFC behind Zeke as a pure runner. Um, Still mixes his up in the passing game, can pass block as long as he stays healthy. He's definitely a top five running back in the Mm -hmm. NFC. What, okay, before taking an ad break here, I want one, que- one question. Why? Where is the love for Aaron Jones, man? The dude had numbers like crazy, crazy numbers. I mean, he had he was a he was a huge part of the offense last year. Uh, he became he was like literally the whole offense. I mean, he had a fifteen hundred yards from scrimmage. He tied Chris McCaffrey uh, for the touchdown to nineteen. So, I, the love, like man? like I like I said, you know, it was a, it was kind of a it was. I don't want to say coin flip, but it was. Uh, I had to make a tough decision between Dalvin Cook and Aaron, Aaron Jones. I just think Dalvin Gee. Cook's a better player. That's why I put Cook in over Jones. But Jones would be right. He's you know, he's probably top. six or seven. Yeah, he, he's he's my number six for sure. He's had one great year, and doesn't have Saquon's athleticism. Yeah. Like I get Saquon's only had one good year cuz he was a rookie, but he's got the insane athleticism which you know he can continually do it. Mm-hmm. Aaron Jones has had one great year and one pretty good year and then his rookie season was good for a rookie but nothing to write home about. Right. And and a lot of um if you actually look at a lot of uh top 10 projections of you know people making their their projections out of, out of top 10 out of the whole league uh, i saw many many of them had aaron jones uh at like seven or eight and then at nine and even 10 was kamara like it's just that baffles me but there's some wackadoodles yeah, out there man. it's crazy how people can write that you know and i, I want just people people want to get out there with their hot takes so they can get yeah, clicks exactly right right uh and you know so like lol we no, also, Aaron Jones might put up better stats than Kamara, but yeah. I think Kamara is more important to the New Orleans offense yes. than Aaron uh-huh. Jones yeah. is for Green Bay. Yeah, Kamara is the safety blanket for Breeze. And I think I think Aaron Jones is becoming the safety blanket. Over, he will be right. I mean, I think not now, but I agree with you, Jay. I think, but I think Aaron Jones is slightly if he can keep doing what he if he keeps doing what he did last year, right? He will become that guy and i think he'll be his ranking will just go higher and higher but i just want to state that now that i think he will be a top four running back and i think he will be a top two top uh, one of the best running backs in the next five years it's Bam. possible put that could there. be he's a really talented guy remember uh remember matthew barry the 
a fantasy guru sitting there with his free Aaron Jones movement yep. a couple years yep. ago. That was hilarious because he he you know you can see when a guy is uh, the most talented guy on the roster, and then the coaches don't give him the playing time. But Aaron Jones, yeah, he is one of the most he is the most talented running back on that roster. Very good player, but he could just wait in there this year. I just need to see. I need to see him do it for more than one season. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I might put him high. Just but I want to see more. Yeah, I agree. Um. Okay. Take a little ad break. We'll be right back, guys. Let's get it. All right, welcome back, guys. Thank you, Spencer, for the ad. Um, thank you, Zach, for the ad. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Wait, okay, let's jump back in. Uh, wide receivers. Who wants to start? I'm 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 a hijack this one, boy. Go ahead, buddy. All right, wide receivers. Um, this one was this one was kind of kind of difficult for me, man. It really was. Um, my number one receiver in the NFC, and we're probably going to agree on this. And my, it's mine. Still, Julio Jones. I just oh, well, he, nope. He's nope. No, no, <laughs> no. Nope. Maybe not. Okay, good. Very good. Got a little little difference there. I, I took Julio just because consistency. Uh, freak athlete. He catches everything. Um, well, except the end zone when Matt Ryan and doesn't throw him the damn ball, even though he's six foot four, I mean two hundred and twenty five pounds. Um, physically, he's the closest we've seen to Calvin since Calvin, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I love Julio and it was, it was close. First place was close and it was between three guys for me. Like this is like, it's not really like a first, second and third. It's like a one a B and C because I think they're all in the same tier. Number two for me. uh, So number two for me is Deandre Hopkins. Now a member of the Arizona Cardinals. Um, He's one of my favorite receivers to watch with the Texans. Texans are stupid for trading him. Bill O'Brien is an egotistical maniac, but I'm not an NFL coach, so whatever. DeAndre Hopkins, best hands in the league. Not the mo- he's really athletic, but not the most athletic. Not the fastest, but he, like when you say if you put it within range, he will catch every single thing within range. Exactly, dude is insane. It's like he's got natural stickum coming out of his hands. It's just nuts. He's got tree sap coming out of his hands, <laughs> dude. He's like a he's like a big old maple maple tree. <laughs> um. Number three for me, Michael Thomas for the Saints. Um, great possession receiver. Not so much the deep threat, but Drew Brees throws him the ball so much. He is guaranteed 1,000 to 1,500 yards and 10 touchdowns a year. Um, so I took him at three. Number four, this is where it kind of got a little more toss-up-y for me. But number four, I have Kenny Galladay from the Lions. I was wondering a little bit of bias on there. there. Yeah, I had to. A little bit of bias on my part, just because I get to watch him every week. But uh, no, he's really, really good. Um, thousand yards. Uh, he's one of the up and coming receivers in the league. Lions are gonna have to pay him too. So we'll see how much he gets. As my mom walks behind me and says, "Lions suck." Um, are, and the number. F- are they gonna pay him though? Oh, they're gonna have to. There's you I can't let him will. walk. I think Bob Quinn will pay him. Uh, and then number five, I had a, a couple options here that I wanted to go, that I could have gone with, but I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to take Devonte Adams from the Packers, oh, man, and just consistent, man, just super consistent, puts up numbers. Yeah. He's got Aaron Rodgers thrown to him, but he's really good player. And I have, I put him at number five. It was tough because I really wanted to take, uh, 
I really wanted to put Mike Evans in there, but I didn't. Took Adams. Now I'm wondering what Jay's four and five is going to look like. So me and Spencer have almost the same receivers, I think, except one. Just different order. So number one, Michael Thomas. Okay. He's okay. You kind of have to take his stats out of the equation just because he had 149 catches last year. Yeah. Because he plays with the most pass-happy quarterback in the NFL in Drew Brees. Right. Mm-hmm. His stats are insane when you look at it. 19 touchdowns, 117 yards, and 149 catches. He's got great hands. He runs great routes. I think he's probably the most reliable receiver in the NFL right now. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna, right. I'll have to disagree with you on that, but I'll explain why, why later. Go ahead. Number two, DeAndre Hopkins. He's not a super athlete, but he's got the height. He can jump. Little bit of question mark with his hands sometimes, but he's a big-time game-changing wide receiver. While Michael Thomas, I don't... When I think of Michael Thomas, I don't think game-changing receiver, but with DeAndre Hopkins, I do. Okay, yeah. Um, number three, and this is where it gets fun. Kenny Galladay. Whoa. Number three? Number three. Ooh. Ahead oh. of Julio Jones, who's number four. Wow. Kenny Galladay, physical yeah. freak. He might be the his height, athleticism. He's not Calvin Johnson, but he definitely could be close. He okay. runs the deep route well, medium routes well, short routes well. He does it all. Led the NFL in touchdowns with playing half the season with two quarterbacks who I didn't even realize were in the NFL before Stafford got hurt. He's his, and the scary thing with Galladay, his best years are ahead of him. What's a full year really with are. Matthew Stafford and mm-hmm. him as the number one receiver going to look like? True. He had 11 touchdowns and close to 1,200 yards, like I said, on 65 catches. Yeah. He's, yeah. I think eventually he'll be a top five receiver in the NFL. He's got all the tools. He plays in a good offense where he'll get a lot of the deep play balls. I like him. Yeah. Number four, like I said, Julio Jones. He's still a freak wide receiver, but he's he's starting to get up there. His body's a little bit been banged up. He's, he's starting too bad. Starting to, bre- to break, starting to break down just a little bit. You're starting to see it a little bit. He's still the number one focus in Atlanta for Matt Ryan. Still a great player, but I think those three are ahead of him. Number five for me, Amari Cooper. Hmm, I think I yeah. he's safe. He saved his career going to Dallas and playing with Dak. He's an extraordinary route runner. Yeah. He's still got the athleticism. He's still fast. I think he's a dangerous wide receiver. I'm glad you said he's more. He's more what? He's more. Com- he's more complete than Mike Evans. And even though Godwin does have the better stats, I would take Cooper. He's more reliable in my I'm mind. I'm glad you said Amari Cooper because I'm not gonna lie. I kind of forgot about him. I ha- he's yeah. he's behind Galladay on, at seven. He's six is Galladay. Um, okay, wow. I thought this was gonna be the easiest. We're gonna we're all gonna kind of agree with this one, but um, so I have. Did you, didn't you not know you're not allowed to agree with anybody on anything anymore? <laughs> That's true. Right. Welcome to 2020. Um, 2020. I have Hopkins. 
at Hopkins at number one. See, look, real quick, just yes. to stop you. I have no problem with the top three order of any of yeah. bars. Right. So, right. The, the Galladay was surprising for Jay, but I have no problem with it. Now, I'm basing, I'm basing this off of who I rely on the most. Who's going to catch that ball deep in the end zone with two seconds left to win the game? Yeah. Who's going to come out with those big-ass hands of his? Got a big-ass hands. DeAndre Hopkins is going to come down with that ball, right? Uh, I think he's better than Julio Jones. I think he's better than Mike Thomas, Michael Thomas, and a lot of those categories with uh, catching. The dude can... Physically, he's better, but um, yeah. Thomas still has the better hands, at least in my opinion. I, I, don't know. I just think that, I just that think was one of the knocks with him in Houston was that he was prone to drops sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean but the I hands. I debate. think he's clutch, man. I think he's just clutch in those situations. You know? Yeah. I yeah. mean, Houston hasn't really played in any games where he could show off being clutch. So, I mean, I'm looking at like a third down and like seven, third down and eight, or like you know, clutch, you know, a little clutch plays here and there during the game, you know. Stuff yeah. that will get you noticed, and I think that I mean, all these top five receivers are going to get third downs, or should be where their quarterbacks are looking on third down. Yeah. Right? Yeah, very true. I can agree with you on that one. Um, very, very true. I have Julio at number two. Uh, I think he's going to bounce back from last year. He didn't have a touchdown until what? Oh, did he? Did he have one? He had a couple. Uh, I had him in my fantasy team. Have one to like week five. Yeah, yeah, I had him in my fantasy team. For the first four weeks, I'm struggling. I'm like, come on, dude, you can find the, the end zone. The stupid, the stupid part about fantasy last year was he was still putting up yeah. like 10, 12 points a week exactly. because of his catches and his yardage. Matt Ryan just couldn't find him in the end zone. Exactly, and it, it, Matt Ryan did have a, a weird year last year. He did the like Falcons he liked as his a team, inside men more though. Falcons as a team had a weird year. They're a team that could maybe make the playoffs this year. They have the talent. They yeah. just so I don't know what happened. Right. Uh, and then um, I have Michael Thomas. Uh, I think he's great. Like I, I'm kind of with the one A, one A, one B, one C kind of thing. Like who and like, Michael Thomas can go back, you know, they're back like, and forth. They're like the top tier, like the number one, right. one tier. Like that's the three guys you want. Yeah. Right. Like okay. Um, so okay, hold on. <laughs> fix my mic for this one. Um, oh God. Here we go. Okay. So I'm gonna say it. I have four and five are Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? You have Evans and Godwin? I have Evans and Godwin. Gowdy was there. I just want I'm basically you're you're riding that hype train. I'm riding the hype train. I'm on I'm on the Buccaneers hype train with the receiving core in the NFC. In AFC I'm on the Broncos hype train with that receiving core uh, and defense, man. Anyway, but okay, so this oh, is the stat here. Okay, Chris Evans uh Chris Evans. <laughs> Mike Evans and Chris, Chris. Godwin. They both made Captain America. <laughs> they both made the Pro Bowl last year, right? Uh, they and I think that solidified their elite, elite. I'm saying again, elite receiving conversation. Uh, I th- they are the best wide receiving duo heading into the league next year. Named Sonny Better. I don't. I can't think of one. Um, they both averaged uh, 85 more, 85 yards more per game. They all, well, no, sorry. Let me, let me rephrase that. They averaged more than 85 yards per game last year. Um, only two of the guys did that next week. So it was four of them, and two of them played for the Bucks, right? Uh, and Mike Evans is 26, and Godwin's 24. They're young. And um, Chris uh, God, uh, Godwin was the only qualified player in the league to catch more than 70% of the passes thrown his way. And average more than 15 yards per reception 
uh, what? Damn. Um, and he had 1,300 okay. 1, uh, yards in the year and nine touchdowns, despite missing two games, by the way. Dip, let me let me stop you there. Sorry, but all right. Let's just compare Chris Godwin, Mike Evans to Kenny Galladay, right? Yep. So Kenny Galladay, more touchdowns. Kenny Galladay, more average yards per catch, doing so on about 20 less catches than Chris Godwin. And, with only and, less than not e- well, and he, not even two hundred yards less, and he had twenty less catches, and he had to play uh, with Jeff Driscoll and David Blau. How do you put Chris Godwin and Mike Evans over Galladay? I think I would rather have Godwin than Galladay, due to I think Galladay's uh, Galladay's is good. No, get me wrong, right? But I think. I think Godwin is a better uh, route runner. I think he can catch he can catch the ball in those deep passing situations. I think Godwin uh, will. I think he will put up better numbers than um, than Galladay this year. How is he a better route runner when he only does deep routes and Kenny Kenny Galladay runs routes on all three levels of the field? You know, dips in, I, dips in a corner. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm cornered. I'm scared. But no, but Marty, I'm scared. Of yeah, I just He's, think he dude, the dude caught seventy percent of the passes last year. Don't it? Godwin's a deep with Godwin's a crappy a quarterback. Is, by the way, is oh worse than Jeff Driscoll. The whole, uh, yeah, yeah the dude, dude had thirty interceptions in one year. Okay, to your argument with a crappy quarterback, Jameis Winston still threw thirty three touchdowns. But he yes, also threw, he threw thirty interceptions. Yeah. But that's still, he still threw 33 touchdowns. He threw for over 5,000 yards. The guy's not horrible. I, I don't want to defend Jameis Winston. It's hard to. But he should, honestly, he should have been the starter in uh, for the Chargers. The fact that Tyrod Taylor is a starter over him is mind boggling. Yeah. yeah, I, I, yeah. The fact him, that but... Tyrod Taylor is a starter over Cam Newton is mind boggling. Oh, yes. Mm. What? Weird. Oh, Cam Newton's getting blackballed because people don't like his personality, but that's an argument for another day. True. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like... But, and even even deep play threat. Galladay's got the more yards per catch. Galladay has the long, has um, more touchdowns. He's got the more longest catch compared to Ga- uh, Godwin. I think Godwin... Kenny, Godwin Kenny Galloway, Kenny Galladay just does everything better. On uh, less catches, on twenty less catches. I, Galladay, uh, uh, Godwin, and it was two guys. Godwin and Larry Fitz were the only wide receivers to have a drop rate below one percent. Jay on a minimum of seventy-five targets. That's yeah, but when crazy. you're throwing deep balls all the time, how hard are deep balls to uh, drop rather than going over the middle? Getting your ass blasted by a linebacker. I mean, hey, right? I, 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 yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, I feel like Godwin's got more potential. Hopsides and Galladay. I uh, no, absolutely fine. not. I cannot. I can't agree with that. I, I uh, okay. On our hypothetical team, you. you can have uh, Godwin. I can have Kenny Galladay. I'll be in a Super Bowl. You'll be in the basement. No, no, no. <laughs> Galladay will break. I mean, uh, good. Godwin would break every single receiving record. I swear oh, to you on that. God. Yeah, if you with start what? playing, like, if you with start playing who? like Clark, this isn't with this Tom isn't, with, uh, with Tom Brady at quarterback who can't throw 
throw it more than 20 yards downfield? Yes. I can make as a as a deep threat with his 20 yards downfield. He's going to get more yards and more touchdowns than Galladay this season. Yes, you know what? Let's put it, let's make a I bet feel there. A bet coming on a bet. Yeah. Let's bet it up, right? I'm gonna we're gonna make this bet. Uh, God, Chris Godwin has more passing yards and receiving a uh, passing yard, p- more, yards. More more re- receiving yards. Okay, I'm gonna say Kenny Galladay. So edit that. Ready? Kenny Galladay will have less passing. Shit. Kenny Galladay will have less <laughs> receiving yards and receiving touchdowns than Chris Godwin. Put that shit on the board. All right, just real, really quick question. Um, who's your drug dealer, and how do I get a hold of him? <laughs> I'm going to say it. I'm going to go with against what people are saying. A lot of these rankings, uh, even the NFL uh, experts, are putting Godwin like three positions higher than uh, um, can than I Can I quote Will Ferrell from Step Brothers right now? Go ahead. Go ahead. Are you fucking high? <laughs> No, uh, Godwin. He might get. He probably will get more catches and more yards because he'll have to change up his route running. He'll have to take those shorter yards. He can't be going four yards downfield. I he'll have to change it up, which will get more catches and more yards. But Bruce, Bruce Arians is treating Kenny Galladay. Go ahead, Jay. Sorry. Is like I said, short, medium, and uh, long range receiver for Detroit. He plays it all. Yeah. All right, all right, Dip. Here's what we're gonna do. All right, go ahead. This bet right here. If uh, Kenny Galladay has a better season than okay. Chris Godwin, okay, and the Browns don't make the playoffs, our bets cancel each other out. Well, I mean, what about Jerry? Oh, you're hi- you're uh, agreeing with me, Spencer? Yes. No. Oh. Kenny- oh yeah. No, I'm with Jay. Kenny Galladay is gonna have a better year than Chris Godwin. Okay. Godwin. I don't Fine. even. Fine. You know what? Close. Deal. We'll just we'll just if I if I win this bet we'll cancel my well, they'll just cancel out yeah, Jay the, and I'll figure something else out because the Browns aren't going to the Super Bowl, aren't going to the playoffs so I didn't say Super Bowl they're gonna, they're gonna go to the playoffs they're not going to the playoffs no I don't even believe that when I say it but I have I have to I have to roll <laughs> you have with to it. now uh, I have no choice why did we double why did you double down I don't even think we bullied you into that no you did, did. he got he I'm just, just said an it idiot. <laughs> Uh, all right. I have. That's I just fucking hilarious. I have to be right with things all the time, okay? Uh, Especially when it comes to the brands. Brands. Um, I like the brands. So I like Baker. I just, you know, Mike Evans. He's also he's there as well. I forget, you know, he's there. He's number four, um, four A, four B, right there with those two. Galladay was behind Godwin, but again, I just I'm hyped on Godwin, man. I'm 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 calling your wife and telling you you're on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? She'd probably believe it right now. Okay, let's like, go to tight <laughs> ends now. Let's get over that one. Um, okay, tight ends. I would like to go first because my favorite player right now in the NFC, Kittle from the 49ers. Uh, Georgie Borgie. Georgie oh, Borgie. Yeah. He is better than every tight end of the NFL. I think he's better than Kelsey. Mm. I think he's better than Kelsey right now. Um, Kittle literally has a mediocre quarterback, a middle tier quarterback, and he can put up. Whoa, 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 mediocre! He yes. got to a Super Bowl. Garoppolo did right nothing off. to get to the playoff. Did nothing yeah. to playoff to Here's get to what the Super Bowl with the pack. Come say on. to that, for- Jimmy Garoppolo is the perfect quarterback to have a tight end like George Kittle. Yes, because he's gonna he's gonna throw a ten yard dump, and Kittle's gonna run for sixty yards. Exactly. So you can't oh, say Kittle's yeah. doing what he's doing with a bad QB when the QB is fit to do what Kittle's built no, for. No, that defense so, pushed them to the Super yeah. Bowl. If Kittle's so bad, why did he have more yards more yards than Deshaun Watson, Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray, and Kirk Cousins? 
because he had Kittle and he had a very good and, receiving core. And he had more touch. He had more touchdowns than Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. Yep, they had. They were on their like third, fourth, and fifth th- fifth string wide receivers for half the season, and then they had to trade for Emmanuel Sanders because they had no receivers. Yeah, and well, that's what I'm saying. Kittle would is literally was literally that was that offense for for uh, Garoppolo. Jimmy he Garoppolo is, was tied for fifth in the NFL in passing touchdowns, but he's mediocre. Yes, mediocre. No, he's not. He's not Bro. good. He's not better. If he's if he's mediocre. What the hell is Jared Goff? Shit. Oh God. I think Goff is literally bottom tier garbage player. I don't All like right. him. Okay. Now, okay. Sorry, I'm going to stop you right now. We're going we're to calm down here. Jared Goff got his team to a Super Bowl. Okay. Okay. So did Garoppolo. Yes, they both they have, lost. Yeah, they lost. Their defense Freaking. got them. Their defense has got and them. And the, to the, the Super Patriots' Bowl. defense didn't get them to the one they played the Rams in. And then it was defense on defense. What was the final score yeah. of that game? Like 10 to 4? For, for, what was the, can you, I don't even know what the score Jimmy Garoppolo mediocre when he was 5th in the NFL in touchdowns and 12th in the NFL in passing yards I just don't think he's good I don't think he's that good I just don't think he's Jim, that good Jim, Jimmy G is a, top, is a top third quarterback he is a top 11 quarterback no. top 12 top 12 he's top 15, top 15. I think Top you know what, and I say this. I'm gonna say this. I think Derek Carr is better than him, and I don't like Derek Carr. No, absolutely not. I, you know me. I'm a Derek Carr truther. I love Derek Carr. I've liked him since he was at Fresno State. He is he is nowhere near Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't I don't know what your hatred is for Jimmy G. Are you mad that he he did it with a porn star? Is that <laughs> no. what it is? Like high five. No, no, God. He no. did. And the immortal words of Stephen A. Smith: "Lay off the weed." The weed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, to any listeners who actually listen to our entire podcast, Zach is on one tonight. Yeah. We don't know what's going on. His wife I, even messaged me and said, Zach is on something tonight. I, I don't know what's going I, on. Yeah, I am on something. He needs I'm to hyped. drug test himself at his work. I'll do that Saturday and I'll send you all the results. <laughs> so that's the results. You'll probably be feeling methamphetamines or something. <laughs> I'll post it on Twitter. I'm surprised you haven't drugs. come into my uh, emergency room due to drug overdose. Dip's going to come in tomorrow night just tweaking out. Hell yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Yo, do you see these little goblins dancing around me? Jay, look at these goblins are dancing on your head. God. But no, it's just, God, Jimmy G mediocre. Yeah, no. dude. It, like, Kittle, okay. Kittle did, Kittle is the best tight end, though. With, yes, I agree. With a mediocre quarterback with a t- okay fine not mediocre. I guess I guess I said should have said that word. A middle of the t- middle of the pack quarterback. What like, do you, who do you consider a good quarterback? I want somebody who's not elite that's better than Garoppolo. I think um, I think Philip Rivers is better. I think Carson Wentz is better. I'll t- you know, yeah, I'll take Carson Wentz and uh, and Godwin. And yeah, but you can argue. Carson I didn't Garoppolo. say Carson Wentz. Did oh, I? Philip Rivers. Carson Wentz is irrelevant. I said Philip Rivers. I think Carson Wentz, when healthy, is a top five quarterback in the NFC, a top ten quarterback in the NFL. You're not getting mm. away with Wentz. You can have. Mm. Rivers and Godwin, I will take Garoppolo and Galladay yeah, all day. Jimmy, dude, Jimmy G. There's, I'm, I'm taking Jimmy G. Like middle tier quarterbacks, I, I'll take Jimmy G. Over Tannehill, I'll take him over Cousins, I'll take him over Baker, I'll take him over Goff, I'll take him over Carr, I'll take him over Allen. Didn't he start off his San Francisco career like seven and no? Yeah, something they, like they that? traded for him from New England, and I think he played in six games that year. They won all six, and then he started off like two and zero, oh, and then got hurt. 
Yeah, he started. Season. Yeah, started two and zero towards ACL. Like, are you going to take Teddy Bridgewater over? So you're saying he's a t- so you guys saying he's a top ten quarterback? I said top eleven or twelve. I say he. I don't think he's top ten, but I think he's right there at eleven or twelve. Interesting. You just. I can't. You can't deny the stats. He top five and like Jay said, top five in passing touchdowns. What was he like? Top twelve many, in passing yards. Top twelve with, in passing with yards. Like a hundred yeah. less than four thousand. Yeah. Like I mean. It, in a in a in an offense that is run first. supremely run heavy, yeah. I think what Garoppolo is very Garoppolo doesn't know what the hell's going on, right? I think what? a lot of okay, so That's... a lot of these things that came Hello? out and said what? No, Hello? Listen, listen, wait. A lot of these things people have come out and said that Garoppolo doesn't. He just go. He just like goes through the progression, right? He doesn't understand what the defense are about to do. Oh, he doesn't know this. Then linebacker is going to come on a blitz on the outside. Like he doesn't know what's yeah, happening. Yeah, not everybody can be Tom Brady and Peyton Manning in that regard. True. I mean, I think Carson went. I know. I just he. I think he's a top fifteen quarterback. I'm gonna say, put it on the board. Let's put it on the board. Not. I'm about to re. Let's put it on the board. I don't Jimmy know G, when mediocre top became top fifteen, but okay. well, I mean, top fifteen yeah. out of thirty. What two teams? Thirty-two. That's so better we're than gonna, half. We're gonna put it on the board that Jimmy G won't be a top fifteen. Correct. Or correct. Will be. Yeah. From for you guys, will will not be. For me, will be. Are you writing this down, Spence? Uh, I I um I you lost me at Jimmy G's mediocre. <laughs> All right. So, how are you judging who's a top fifteen quarterback or not? Oh man, you know. I stats? No, I mean I'm gonna go a little bit off stats, but off a little bit off of how they play the game, how they. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay, how they play the game. Okay, he's got five. He's top five touchdowns, top twelve passing yards, and went to a Super Bowl. Also, to your point, Dip, what happened to the 49ers when he tore his ACL? Oh, he's they're complete garbage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but so you you take him with the average replacement player, his WAR. Like baseball uses his war would be insane because you put CJ Beathard in and they win. They don't win a game. They start two and zero oh, and then they go zero oh and fourteen. Okay. And they get the number two pick. You're like that's what you're saying. You're saying um uh who's who's on the Buccaneers backup quarterback right now? Huh? Uh, Take Tom Brady out. Put him in. We haven't well we haven't even seen how they play with Tom Brady yet. Yeah. So that doesn't fine, really fine. mean let's much. Do, let's do um um. With a minute thirty-five, well, let's do let's do t- uh, Aaron Rodgers fine, and then do throw the rookie in there and see what he can do, or let's throw uh, Matthew Stafford. I'd rather away have again. Jordan Love than C.J. Bethea. True. Although I'd Stafford rather have. Although I'd rather have C.J. Bethea over Driscoll. True. Or or Blau. Or yeah, or Blau. David Blau. I don't know. Oh man, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I just this is one thing we will not agree on. <laughs> So let's let's get back on track here, right? Um, okay. We put it on the board. I don't think he's gonna be top fifteen this year. I think he's gonna be at top fifteen or back. Um, I mean, we still haven't decided what constitutes a top fifteen quarterback. Uh, if I, I guess, stats. I guess, I guess if you're gonna go, I guess if you're gonna go stats, I guess you have to, right? I mean, you're gonna have to. Um, but I'm gonna, I'll lose that bet nine times out of ten. Uh, yeah, but okay. Like even if you don't go stats, if he if they win 13, 14 games and make the playoffs and go to this NFC title game or Super Bowl, how is he not a top fifteen quarterback? I'm gonna be, okay. Fine. You know what? If this if that defense if that defense doesn't come out like they did last year and doesn't show out, and they're they're you know they're okay, if the defense is even a tick worse than they are last year, they still win eleven or twelve games and still probably With win the West. Garoppolo? Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm, I don't know about that. 
I don't know. I don't believe. I don't believe in Garoppolo. Like, yeah, the defense. The defense was suffocating, but like you saw what happened to them in the Super Bowl when you had the literally the best offense against them. Mahomes beat them. Okay. All right. My, bet. My, bet, bet. my friend, yeah. we will. Plus, we are not going to agree. Plus, Denver's got maybe a top five defense, and they didn't do jack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same with uh, the Chargers. Oh, you know what? How about we put this on the board? Ready? I think uh, Locke is going to be a better quarterback than Garoppolo. I'm taking it. I'll take that bet every day. That's free money. I would put my I would put my life savings on that. Put it on the board. He's a better stats than Garoppolo this year. Dip dip saying Drew Locke's going to be better just because he knows the words to a Little Wayne song. No, lol. Let's get back on track here, right, boys? Okay, so my the guy who can swing a porn star. (laughs) My okay, so um. If Kittle didn't come out on scene and do what he did right and come the one one of the best tight ends in the in the league, um, this man Zach Ertz would be there at my top of my list. Uh, Zach Ertz still number two. You know he's still the second best mm-hmm. in the NFC. He's top three, um, out of the uh, NFL. I mean it would, goes. Would, I think it goes he, Kelsey would he Kittle. Also, would he also even be better with a, a quarterback that's? I think me? Carson Wentz is a great quarterback when healthy. I think he's also MVP. I think he's better than Garoppolo when they're both at full capacity. I I'm, think I'm, they. I don't know. I'm being. I'm being sarcastic. Oh, oh! I thought we were going to start again. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I think uh, Carson Wentz. He's going to look. He looks at Zach Ertz a lot, right? They don't have a lot of receiving. They don't have. They have a bunch of garbage players at receiving core this year, so Zach Ertz is going to get double teamed a lot, right? So it might, it might, it might hurt his numbers, but we'll see. It's Zach Ertz; he's going to get those touchdowns in the red zone. All right, um, I'm ready for some uh, th- water battles and uh, t-shirts or a t-shirt cannon hit thrown at me or something. I don't know. Um, this next pick, Tyler Higby, number three. Huh? Okay. No. Dude who has literally done next to nothing. <laughs> I think I, I'm not basing it off of last year, right? I'm basing it off of he had a decent year last year. He came out of nowhere, right? Oh, he's a talented guy, yeah. but I think this year offense that doesn't if, feature tight ends. If Goff, if Goff wants to win and wants to be a relevant quarterback again, I think he needs to use his tight ends. He needs they need to put that tight they need to put the tight end in the for, in the offense. Tight ends work. Tight ends make offensive uh, uh, make offense work now. This is how mm-hmm. it is these days. Not necessarily. And, and I just well, Aaron Rodgers doesn't use tight ends. Seattle doesn't really use tight ends. Dude, I looked it up. Green Bay starting tight end this year is going to be who is Jace it? Sternberger. Yeah, Jace Sternberger. <laughs> and their backup is Mercedes Lewis, who's like four thousand years old. Yeah. Oh, he's he's still on it. He's still playing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh Jesus. Um. So hey, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna have a breakout year. I think he's gonna be better than my next two. Uh, I have Jared Cook from the Saints. Uh, Breeze, I think Breeze likes Jared Cook a lot, and he's gonna. I think Jared Cook is gonna get some good numbers because I don't think we're gonna see Breeze trying to chuck it downfield just because of his age. And I think he's gonna find those little dumps, and hopefully Jared Cook can do something, break some tackles here, get some yards. Um, now my fifth, I don't have Gronk. No, I'm not putting Gronk on there. I just don't know why. I don't know. You know I don't know why, or I don't know what. I don't know what he's gonna do. Um, I will. I'm not. I, I mean, I can't really argue with you yeah. on Gronk because he's took a year off. We right. don't know what he's going to look like. He yeah. lost a ton of weight. And ton he's of weight. Trying to gain the weight back. So yeah. we'll see. And uh, so I went with Evan Ingram from the Giants. 
<sighs> so this is this was like a mm, throw it on the board and see if it sticks like baloney on a wall. Uh, and just based on talent, you could probably get away with it. Yeah, yeah, he's good. He's a good tight end. Um, he his quarterback needs to come out and just throw the ball to him. Don't be fancy with it and throw deep balls, right? You don't have anybody to throw the ball too deep. I mean, you have Golden Tate, uh, but uh, and you have Shepard. But I think every Ingram is is he's vital. He's a vital piece for that offense. So that's where I got. So, all right, boys, change my change my mind. All right, I'll just I'm just gonna go through my tight ends quickly because uh, uh, I'm a little tired from you just absolutely wrecking my mental state. Yeah, we might have to do defense next week. Oh, no, we're just doing we're just doing offense. We just have an offensive line and kick. Just offense, okay. okay. All right, we can do that. Uh, top tight end in the NFC, George Kittle. Yes, best probably the best player on that offense. Um, his quarterback is not mediocre, uh, but yeah, no, and his personality. He's just he's just a cool dude. He's funny as heck, and I like him a lot. No, he's fun. Uh, so Kittle, number two. I'm definitely have the same top two. It's Kittle and Ertz. Yep, easy peasy. Yeah, um, I think that has to be the top two. Yeah, uh, you just you can't go against it. Ertz has been too consistent. He's the number one option in that offense. Um, number three, it just it gets so murky after the top top two. Um, it really does. I'm just number three. I'm just still gonna say I'm still gonna put Greg Olson at three. Yeah, I know he's been hurt. I know he's older than hurt, but when he, when he is healthy, and I think he'll be healthy this year. I think he's still a top five tight end in the NFC. And if he's healthy in that uh, Seattle offense, I, I think that he could make him even better. Um, number four, I have Gronk just because I like Gronk and Gronk is Gronk. So yeah, Gronk. And <laughs> number five, <laughs> I'm stupid. Number five, um, yeah, dip. I couldn't take any Rams tight end. There's just no way. I yeah. can't, this, they don't use them enough. There's just I can't do that. Um, number five. This one was number five. Was really weird. I took um, Kyle Rudolph. I like it. I like uh, that. Just a consistent player. He's not. You know. He's not a big showy guy. He he doesn't cut. He's not like. He's not obviously. He's not a Kittle or a or a Kelsey or, or you know whatever. But he blocks very well. He catches the ball when you need him to catch it, and he's a pro. So I like Kyle Rudolph. That's mine. Alrighty. So my top two are obviously the same. Kittle and Ertz. No question about it. Number three, Evan Ingram. Yeah. Nice. Big play threat. Talents there. I think another year with Daniel Jones, that offense is going to solidify even more. Mm-hmm. I like him. He had good years under Eli, and if you have good year, years under Eli, you got something. So yeah, you're relevant. Number three, production's not the greatest, but outside of Kittle and Ertz, who is really is constantly great, talent there is amazing too. Number four, I went back and forth a lot. Still not even quite sure exactly who I like. Mm-hmm. I'm going with Jared Cook. I had him on fantasy last year. He's way up and down. Mm-hmm. Drew Brees decides to like him. Sometimes he doesn't. Still yeah. had nine touchdowns mm-hmm. and 700 yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, staying in the Saints, staying with Drew Brees, pass happy offense. He'll get his touches. He's probably the third option in that offense behind Kamara and Thomas. 
And number five, I'm going to agree with Spencer and go with Kyle Rudolph. Consistent player. Guy you like to have. He doesn't have eye-popping stats, but he's a he's the definition of a solid tight end. Yeah, he loved catching those red zone touchdowns too, man. Mm-hmm. He's there. That's where that's who uh that's who Cousins loves to throw the ball to in the those little three yard three yards and in. He likes those little uh touchdowns there. Yep. For, for sure. Kinda forgot about him. Um all right. Good. God we had a thirty minute discussion about Garoppolo. Uh, oh God! Offensive yeah. linemen. Uh, let's go offensive linemen real quick. Let's just make this one quick. Uh, who do you guys have your number one? Oh God, number one uh, line. Oh, like my number one in the NFC overall. Yeah, we're all overall. Yeah. Uh, just out of all the linemen in the NFC, I think my Zach Martin. Uh, yeah, I'm with Jay. Zach Martin. That's what I'm about to say. Okay. I have I had Zach Martin at two, and I had Ty- uh, Tyron Smith from the. Uh, from his Cowboys as well, actually. He's been kind of slowing down recently. Yeah, he's he, coming up in age. He's been he's been banged up. Uh, my number two, I've got Bakhtiari. That's yep, and I have him at number three, so I have him. So who's Bakhtiari. your? Who's Bakhtiari. Also, my two. He's just been solid for forever. Yeah, uh, he's he's ridiculously good. Now, um, my number. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, I lied. My number two was um. Trent Williams, my bad. Three was Zach Martin. Um, Mike number two was Trent Williams for the 49ers. He's going to help that offensive line protect Garoppolo even more. Anyway, on to the next. Um, and then I had uh, the Packers guy. And then I had um, or Zach Martin. And then the, yeah, and then Bacatari. Um Who's your fifth guy? I don't think we're going to have the same fifth guy, though. So I'll just give you my whole list uh, real quick. It was Zach Martin, David Bakhtiari. Oh, uh, God, who was my uh, – Jason Kelsey, the center for the Eagles, because um, he's insane. Uh, where did it go? I, my list just lost. I, uh, I can't remember names. Um, I have Ali Marpet, the guard for the Buccaneers, and I have – uh, Brandon Brooks, the guard for the Eagles. Mm. I like my interior offensive lineman. Mine's uh, Martin Bakhtiari, Kels, Tron Armstead, and Lane Johnson. I had I have uh, f- uh, Smith, Trent Williams, Bakhtiari. What is it? Bakhtiari. Bakhtiari. Bakhtiari uh, Zach Martin and Jason Kels as well. So yeah, love Jason Kelsey, one yeah. of the best centers we've I've seen in my time as a football fan, and a great dude, very good dude. Yes, yeah, very, very, very. He's a, a great outside of a football kind of guy. Um, court kickers, who y'all, who y'all picking for kickers? All right, so I'm gonna start with Matt, Matt Prater, number one. That's awesome. I have as well. <laughs> Jake Elliott, number two. <laughs> Will Lutz, number three. <laughs> Everyone else can fuck off. Yeah, we, that's that's literally how I have. <laughs> I, yeah, mine's Matt Prater, Will Lutz, and uh, Elliott. So. <laughs> yeah, my uh, God, I was thinking earlier about this, and I was just like, I don't really know what I want to say here, but yeah, no, uh, NFC is definitely definitely uh, Matt Prater. Um and then uh, mine's Prater. Uh, would you? What was your second one, Jay? 
Um, it was either Elliot or Lutz. Okay, yeah. No, mine was Prater, Zerline, and Lutz. Oh, Zerline. Oh, yeah, throw Zerline at number four. Yeah, I guess so. Meh. And then you, my favorite... You know throw him if he sticks to the punter. wall, he's good. My favorite punter is retired. His name is Pat McAfee. <laughs> That's me too. Nope. Two he, punters he, on defense. He, for the brand. He's not an NFC player, but you know what? He's my favorite punter. Holy shit, Robbie Gould still plays. He or does. He still played last year. Yeah. 49ers. Yep. It's old. Number five is... Uh, Young Hoku. Young because of his name. <laughs> yeah. Remember, remember oh, two years ago God. when he choked away his job for the yes. Chargers and the Falcons signed him and he was like, hey, I'm good. Yes. yes. But he went, the, last season, he went one for one from mm-hmm. 50 yard, 50 plus, seven for nine between uh, 40 plus, nine for 10 from 30 plus, and six for six from 20 plus. Yeah. Not bad. He hit 88.5%. Damn, that's nuts. That's actually really good. <laughs> right. He's good enough for ninth. Well, there's our offensive... Sorry we had to rush the tight ends and offensive line because we had a nice conversation about a quarterback. But, uh, yeah, so that was... not my fault. Little... You're stupid. <laughs> True. Can Jimmy Garoppolo uh, media? Listen. God. Listen. Listen. Okay. So next listen. week, next week we will talk about NFC defense, and I'm pretty sure we're gonna have some conversation about that. Uh, so, and guess who's gonna make my top five list on quarterbacks in the AFC? And y'all gonna hate me for it. Drew Just Lock. shadowing there. Um, Drew, Drew Lock. <laughs> and uh, I will listen. He I'm laughs gonna because it's true. I'm gonna research. And I'm gonna come back with so many good points about him. Y'all gonna be oh like, oh, the, oh, oh, oh. Dip's okay. gonna be like when Drew Lock was six years old. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for uh, watching this podcast. Watch. Damn it. Listening. Thank you guys for listening to this podcast. We are Three Idiots Talk Sports. We will see you guys next time. Make sure you use the code Three Idiots at LifeFuels.com to get ten percent off. So we'll see you guys later. Bye. Hopefully Zach's not high next week. <laughs> Maybe, probably going to be. <laughs> hey, Spencer, want to know who had more uh, 